thing and uh, not more from a i don't want to commit more in terms of whether uh, the newest trend will be into martech ai in marketing i think the simplest thing right now to keep uh, keep true to uh, to the people who gonna listen to us um, is capitalize on the micro moments first yeah. do those micro moments in a multiple facet and just be true as a brand in terms of providing the right kind of image uh, to the consumer i think if you are able to follow that you don't have to wait for your big moment in terms of yaar diwali aayegi then only i do welcome you all to vision board leadership talk series and in today's episode we are going to deep dive into industry which played a critical role during covid time and when we are experiencing a big transformation uh to drive the discussion today we have mr ashish head of marketing medibody uh welcome ashish to vision board thank you so much thank you so much anindha for having me Uh, so Ashish, uh, you know that you are part of the company, you know that right now, which is one of the renowned name in uh, digital healthcare space. And uh, firstly, definitely, you know that our audience definitely would like to know the story behind this. What is the vision when your founder started this, you know, the company? Yep, absolutely. So it's a very interesting, uh, interesting story, uh, and and I think a great struggle that our founders have put in in terms of building the organization where where it is right now. It started off in IIT Madras, uh, and it started off in one of the garage, at the campus, mm-hmm. and uh, it was actually lab, uh, which they had requested their uh, lab head to help them take it. and it all generated all was funded by one of the uh, competition that both founders had uh, taken place in and they ended up winning that competition with that money is what they started this and uh, their idea was first was again it was healthcare but it started off as a product in healthcare because they were they wanted to improve uh, uh, healthcare infrastructure at that point in time i'm talking about uh, 6 to 7 years ago okay and uh, they were looking into they were solving problems for cardiology how they can make the cardiology wet machines uh, less expensive they were working okay. on providing tools for doctors uh, to do their job even more efficiently mm-hmm. and then uh, while they were doing all of this is when they got uh, hooked up to the idea that uh, quality healthcare is uh, should be accessible to everyone and uh, predominantly it started from where people either are not able to reach to a hospital either because of the distance issue time issue or any other lifestyle issue mm-hmm. so that is how it started uh, and i remember our founders telling us the story that uh, that actually when a customer used to call for a consultation uh, mm-hmm. they used to write down the problem and then he used to run to the nearby doctor yeah. get the solution and and tell the customer after that Just, call them back and give them yeah. that solution so uh, from that to now uh, that um, almost over 95 percentile of our users get a online doctor consultation for any specialty 
uh, in less than 30 minutes. So I think the story is amazing, and the kind of effort that has gone into that is also amazing. Yeah, people because people you know only see the success, but uh, uh, the work and the struggle behind the success that hardly you know that uh, being told to the you know that masses. But yeah, very interesting. So maybe is it from the infrastructure to the service? So uh, Ashish, that uh, so under healthcare, there's a one more you know that uh, segment. Uh, Uh, where we see lots of discussions around, you know, anxiety. Uh, you know, people are going through the depression, but still, you know, that uh, in metros, uh, awareness is still okay to some extent. But in tier two, tier three cities, is uh, uh, you know, they are not even aware of what is depression is all about. But maybe that uh, so many patients are already going through this. So do you think that uh, mental uh, health? Uh, will be the you know that uh, next big thing in digital healthcare space where we need uh, lots of innovation. So, uh, if I may tell you, uh, the top uh, departments for teleconsultations are general medicine, mm-hmm. uh, pediatric, gynecology, skin and dermo, and is mental health. And if you look at growth of each of them. mental health yes of course has grown significantly in last two years plus not only from consumer being uh, more aware about it or it's not about it's not about that i am only the one who's making an effort for my own mental health uh, you will see a lot of you have, you must have seen a lot of plethora of uh, organization who are bringing it to the center exactly. so from employee health and wellness point of view it has it has started becoming a, a center stage mm-hmm. because of that as well a lot of awareness is happening in definitely in tier uh, in the top metros uh, top 7 cities but like you asked mm-hmm. is uh, is tier 2 or tier 3 cities getting the kind of traction or not so uh, you will be happy to know uh, that 50% of teleconsultations do get driven through tier 2 and tier 3 cities interesting Yeah. and i'm talking about a consultation market of around 30 to 35 lakh consultations a month okay well, but you know overall digital healthcare also that you see like you know like if when it comes to medibody uh, you know uh, news is the same kind of attraction from tier 2 to tier 3 though we are forced to go digitized uh, during this covid time uh, but do you see this similar trend so i can t- tell you about pre covid eras there were still some departments so usually what used to happen for a tier 2 tier 3 user mm. uh, sometimes when they are lo- uh, when the hospital used to be must be in a, in a in a location which is which is either 200 300 kilometers away for them and for problems like uh, general medicine issues or some some specialties for for which they don't think that traveling those 300 kilometers is essential those acceptance in terms of having a call had already come in mm-hmm. now that department's point of view you won't believe tier 2 tier 3 skin and derma is a big uh, yeah. department yes because they are getting more and more aware so they want to know uh they want to know whether i am doing the right thing or not but for that they are not okay to travel 300 kilometers mm. to meet a specialist in a big hospital 
that's why this uh, telemedicine provides the uh, the first entry into the healthcare system or the preventive healthcare system mm mm, mm. interesting uh, now ashish uh, we know that uh, i believe everybody is completely online it's a digital in nature but at the same time you know we see that you know customers are completely spoiled by different options and in this kind of scenario that uh, you know uh, how uh, do you address the you know that uh, you know competition and increase the your market share in this uh, digital world this is little from the marketing you know point of view so so different there's a practo there are, there are other uh, player also into the space so how many but is creating differentiator uh from the strategic point of view so uh first and foremost uh we were the early starters into the industry okay with the very first brand uh in terms of starting online doctor consultations mm-hmm. uh the ones that you see have started doing it in last 2 to 3 years max whereas we have a experience of 6 plus years second uh till date and uh, i think kudos to the entire team they have maintained the highest rated app in terms of online doctor consultations and this has not gone down in terms of the last 6 years i'm talking okay second uh, third uh, it is about see a user will use you until unless you're not solving for their issues yes right so doctor consultation percentile in terms of servicing within 30 minutes is still at par even yes there were issues when suddenly at wave 2 everything mm-hmm. got closed down and the number of cases were humongous uh-huh. and that time people were scared to go out mm-hmm. and that is when we all as a category itself saw a lot of adaptation yes yes correct yes. that time uh, uh, the supply and demand was not able to match i think those are the only two months uh, because of the influx of uh, new users onto mm. the consultation industry itself which actually provided the hockey stick growth to the entire category i think mm. uh, a lot i've heard a lot of people saying that what uh, demonetization did to wallets yeah. uh, pandemic has done for healthcare okay. or yes. correct yeah. so yeah. yeah i also to an extent agree to that point but yes that was uh at that point in time we were not playing with anybody health but mm. this time it was more towards the health so we are taking a little cautious in in calling that out uh okay. yeah so now uh, ashish you know that uh, yeah you are right that um, covid and the pandemic pushed this you know the healthcare space and there mm. players coming you know especially uh, you know your digital healthcare mm. uh, there's so many startups they are coming into the space now in this sector especially trust plays a very very critical role uh, so how everybody is addressing this particular thing how they are building the you know customer trust uh, uh, to increase the adoption of medibody solution okay so uh, see if i first take this from a generic point of view we've been going to certain uh, or we go by a trust factor with a certain hospital name right because we've been on years of years of association with that hospital mm-hmm. right and we believe whenever we go there the doctor there is going to make me fit or make my problem solved mm-hmm. and we had to do this in a way, in a like one third of that time correct so from that point of view the only front that you can put is be human as a brand 
and we have tried this as a as a baseline for our brand when i say that you provide the right kind of information for your consumers like during covid uh, we were day in day out uh, were being the factory in terms of what is happening outside what is who saying what, and what are the doctors saying and what is the right information for our consumers and second you build trust when you are there in the time of needs right yeah and that is what we try to uh, try to deliver during the covid times because it was one of the opportunity for all all of us to solve a bigger problem mm-hmm. so we went ahead we made uh, all our covid consultation free for for more than uh, for more than the entire wave 1 section and for the wave 2 as well so anyone who was looking for a covid related query uh, just only need to had dial in or, or through the app uh, press the department and, and we were not charging for it and mm-hmm. uh, whereas anyone would have said that it's the most stupidest call because that was the time when you could have made money yeah but yeah. we thought uh, uh, it is the time to serve the people to in, in terms mm-hmm. in terms of need and uh, we we kept true to it great Uh, and uh, and especially in digital healthcare space that you know uh, what are the best channels uh, you know that you feel that okay um you know especially for the marketing point of view mm-hmm. uh, are really going to help the brands uh, to achieve their you know that uh, the goal which is defined for their company so even for a uh, i would say even for any brand perspective or from a digital ecosystem plan a brand perspective uh it's not first about the channels it's first about the customer insight mm-hmm. what is that customer is looking for and where is that customer available be it uh, be it offline be it online so mm-hmm. uh, whenever we sit down in terms of planning a campaign we always first see where is this customer willing to move in terms of your media sphere mm-hmm. and then we plan the campaigns so basically uh, it was uh, it was a planning template that we were taught when i was uh, in my early days at group m so mm. we used to do the day in life of planning of a of a consumer yeah. so what is he doing in the morning what is he doing in the evening what is he doing in at night but come pandemic everything changed yes yeah. <laughs> so so that that person was at home mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was he was not moving out at all right but yes thankfully he started adopting to new and newer habits like mm-hmm. how healthcare grew in the uh, during during the pandemic mm-hmm. and uh, uh, still your otts grew yeah mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. content consumption on social media grew yes your content consumption not only on digital grew but on tv as well mm-hmm. right the every day in day out forget how bark is giving you the numbers or not uh because news journals is not getting t- uh, uh, recorded yeah. as of now but uh, you me everyone was watching news mm. were we watching anything else no we were not yeah. so as far as how you plan one is the data that you look at what is getting consumed second is your gut yeah. that i know this is the right medium for us and when you keep when you think consumer first you will be able to design a uh, better outreach programs for your consumers yeah so uh, yeah because you know we've been talking to a couple of you know marketing leaders so everyone is going to the consumer first approach uh but you know at the same time you know during covid there's a there's a huge pressure on the marketer mm. uh, to drive 
uh, you know, that uh, or to acquire new customer base. Now, in this pressure, sometimes we can see the market they're forgetting. There's a also importance to uh, build a brand uh, per se. So, in your marketing mix, what percentage you give to performance and what percentage you give to uh, your brand building exercise? So, um, I think this is a uh, this is a great conversation we are having right now. Because this happens on a day-to-day -day basis for each one of us. Yeah. And for somebody who's part of uh, this platform, mm -hmm. I think my learning is there is no one single formula for every campaign. Yeah, exactly. You can definitely look at it from a annual level, annual lens, and you can have certain benchmarks into your mind. Right? But those don't stay trill, uh, true till the end. Right now, if I have to uh, say, for instance, if you have built up a 50-50 like construct, mm. it will not be true for every campaign of yours. Mm. Now, how do I arrive at saying that whether 70-30 is correct or a 30-70 in terms of brand versus performance? Mm. Now, that depends on the lifestyle journey of the brand. Mm. Someone who is a growth at a very, very, very early growth stage will require a little more impetus in the brand right now. Yeah. Somebody who's into a mature stage will require a lot of push in terms of being present. Being Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. So uh, I'll try to divide this into a definition called as push and pull. Mm. Pull usually is created by your brand. Performance creates the push because you try to be present wherever that person is going on digital. Yeah. Uh, and that calls, I am, hey, I'm here please download me. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that kind of information then moves towards conversions and for a later mature stage brand, I think that is a better construct where your performance is more and your uh, brand spend could be less. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That is because you know, all camp different campaigns require mm -hmm. a different set of approach and the thoughts. Uh, now, so many in digital, you know, digital space and uh, uh, and I'm sure that you also must be using uh, different new age tools, uh, you know, to uh, to measure uh, or to achieve a certain you know objective uh, defined by marketing organization. Uh, we also see that um, uh, you know that people started relying more and more on the tools uh, rather than spending time on uh, I will say you know. Uh, you know some creative content or the right communications uh so so how do we want to address especially in smb we see that they think that, okay i bought a new tool new platform and whatever i will pump it and i will get some result out of it so uh like i said at the start uh, of course you need to look at data but you also have to have those cuts in place in terms of making calls while you are taking care of the marketing campaigns. Mm -hmm. Now, you're absolutely right. What has started to happen is, though we know that uh, digital is the medium where you can track end to end, but at the end of the day, your problems will come, oh, this is happening through my pixel. That pixel event is not getting passed. I'm not able to track my campaign in the entirety. Now, what I what should I do? Oh, this social media platform only allows uh, this particular pixel to be getting tracked too. Whereas the rest of the entire campaign is going somewhere else. Again, like what I say, I, I want to bring your attention to 
of course digital being tracked is moving us into a sphere where creativity and your gut calls are moving out of the window yeah and they're becoming less and less nobody is now looking at whether people are loving what they are seeing mm. we are looking at uh, am i doing uh, 1000 campaigns a day or not does my facebook dashboard shows mm. that i'm doing 1200 campaigns yeah so i think that's not the right way to do it yeah. uh, as much as you focus output matrices your uh, creativity either if you you are somebody who keeps looking into data to define saying that whether it is successful or not uh, to some extent extent a lot of startups a lot of smbs will be looking at that right so from mm-hmm. that point of view keep a quite very good eye on ctrs yeah check those and uh, just one last point here and it's not important to release three social media posts a day yeah volume is not important quality is important and according to you what would be the next big thing in marketing according to you so you remember when people uh, age old things used to be like oh i will wait for my delhi uh, diwali to come yeah. then i will launch my diwali campaign yes yes and yes. it will be the grandest it will be the biggest just wait for march i will launch the biggest beverage campaign ever mm. so it used to start from macro uh environmental uh, uh aspects mm. all right so those uh you know those tick mark things which used to happen when new year is there diwali is there now i think it has shrunk to a daily level mm. uh i think I, not more from a i don't want to commit more in terms of whether uh, the newest trend will be into martech ai in marketing i think the simplest thing right now to keep uh, keep true to uh, to the people who are going to listen to us um, is capitalize on the micro moments first yeah. do those micro moments in a multiple facet and just be true as a brand in terms of providing the right kind of image uh, to the consumer i think if you are able to follow that you don't have to wait for your big moment in terms of yaar diwali aayegi then only i'll do it it's a launch karenge okay yeah so uh, so ashish uh, you know that you work with group m you work with microsoft now we're in medibody so uh, you have seen both the world the company those are global in nature yeah. and the company which is like growing uh you know uh, so so what's your experience what are the key learnings you know that if you want to share with the audience that uh, was the fun to work with you know those startup or the growing you know that institutions so from uh, microsoft to ola my world changed overnight mm-hmm. in microsoft you used to get 8 weeks to gtm <laughs> yes at ola it was 8 hours mm. so like how uh, like how uh, it is said uh, and it's a it's a wrong saying actually but i'm still calling it out uh, when you are in the in the startup fact facet of life uh, everything that you are doing today was supposed to be finished yesterday yeah correct okay, right? so it's it's not Very a good. right uh, right uh, pre- precedence to be set for the people who are who are 
uh, uh, listing in terms of adding art. But from that, what I learn is um, one, it's a place where you have to be highly energetic. Two, you have to understand what is required to do smart work. Yeah. Right. Three, you should just love what you're doing. Exactly. If these three are there, then forget about pressure. It will never come to you wherever, whatever situation you live in. Your second point, Ashish, is very, very uh, important. You know, that I also keep telling people that smart work, uh, you know, that uh, those days are gone that, you know, you can only learn hard work, definitely you have to do hard work. But smart work is very important because the world is changing. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, that uh, and all of us will produce a quick results out of it. Yeah, so, so, so very valid answer. Uh, my last question, um, especially from the, our marketing uh, community. So what's a key suggestion uh, for the marketeer who have just started their career in, you know, in a small business or again, the, you know, the startup space? Any top three, four pointer that you want to share? The first thing should be just keep this out of your mind that you know everything. Yeah. Mm. Uh, just that if you know posting, that doesn't mean you know the consumer. Mm. So the first thing that I have seen when I've been uh, mentoring a lot of young guys is uh, I know how to run Snap. Don't worry about it. So it's not about how you run Snap. It's how, it's how you utilize that platform. How do you, you, you know it to do it for yourself? Do you know it to do it for a brand? So those are the things that you need to first understand. And now moving on from a positive angle, because you've started new, you must be full of ideas. Mm. Try pitching those ideas patiently because your wavelength and somebody who is into the organization for, for years and years or doing the same thing for years and years have a very different wavelength. Yeah. So once you are patient, because you are new, you have new brilliant ideas, it takes for someone else to understand those ideas. So second, I'll request them to be patient. Third, you just keep loving the work that you do in terms of trying day in, day out. Right? And I'm not saying you be the guy who's sitting in front of the Excel or sitting in front of a, or, uh, sitting in front of a PPT or sitting in front of a Canva and doing everything uh, and not moving out. But what I'm saying is uh, day in, day out means what am I seeing today can I make it into an insight for a consumer? Does this expert expand to the consumer basis or can it be generalized? Say, for instance, if you're learning something new today, try applying it to your consumer base in terms of thinking whether it gets applied for everyone or is it for some people only? If it gets applied for everyone, then you have your campaign at hand. So your thinking becomes, becomes much more uh, relevant from day-to-day -day scenarios. And then you are never short of ideas. So I'm sure that, you know, uh, definitely, you know, this insights is very real for our audience. So uh, Ashish, we have reached the end of our conversation. Uh, again, thank you very much for taking our time and sharing the insights with our audience. And, uh, and definitely if there's any, you know, that queries that we receive from our audience base, then, you know, we'll share with you and uh, uh, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me.